back to the Bible in History. I'm Jeff Johnson. With me, of course, is my mother, Rebecca Johnson. And today we're going to be continuing talking about Abram and his journey into Egypt uh, and, and all that goes down there. I'm going to begin reading Genesis chapter 12, verses 11 through 15. And it came to pass, when he was come near to enter into Egypt, that he said unto Sarai his wife, Behold now, I know that thou art a fair woman to look upon. Therefore it shall come to pass, when the Egyptians shall, excuse me, when the Egyptians shall see thee, that they shall say, This is his wife, and they will kill me, but they will save thee alive. Say, I pray thee, thou art my sister, that it may be well with thee for my sake, and my soul shall live because of thee. And it came to pass that when Abram was come into Egypt, the Egyptians beheld the woman that she was very fair. The princes also of Pharaoh saw her and commended her before Pharaoh, and the woman was taken into Pharaoh's house. Yeah, all right. So Abraham had gone to Canaan, obeying God, and then a famine happened. And his faith wavered. Um, so he entered Egypt around 1877 BC. And one thing to note as Christian is that Egypt in the Bible almost always represents the world. Yes, it is a legit place, and no, it isn't all, you know, allegory, but it does represent the world and what sin has to offer because it did offer a lot. Egypt oh, yeah. had a lot. Um, it was a beautiful place on the surface, but of course full of wickedness on the inside. Before we really get into what is happening with Abraham and Sarah in this, I do want you to know what is happening around the rest of the world, because that's the whole point of yeah. this um, podcast, is to let you know <laughs> what's going on. So, about the time that, Egypt, uh, that Abraham is going into Egypt because of this famine, which more than likely took place because uh, the Ice Age is starting to wind down, we have uh, climate changes happening, and I'm not a big proponent of all the nonsense they're spewing right now on climate change, but there have been climate changes uh, because of the flood. Um, so it's not that it never happened, I just don't think it's happening right now. Um, so, but what's happening everywhere else? Well, in the Middle East, um, Babylon was being established, not the Tower of Babel, we talked about that, the country of Babylon, which is why we know it can't be the same place because it doesn't get established till 1877 BC. Yeah. They'll come um, back later and, and be a, a rather decent yeah. powerhouse and, and do a lot of interesting Indeed. things. Indeed. On the island of Crete, the Minoan people, I just finished a great documentary on the Minoan people. I mean, you have to take every documentary you watch with a grain of salt because, of course, they're evolutionists and so they don't see everything quite right. But um, pretty interesting thing about the Minoans and the people on the island of Crete. Well, the great palace of Kenosis was being built at this point. Uh, it was extremely advanced. The queen of Crete, of the Minoan people, had indoor plumbing. She had a bathtub. She had flushing toilets. Um, they had advanced hydraulic engineering. They had, um, if you've ever heard of the legend of the Minotaur, it actually comes from the island of yep. Crete, and it comes from the series of amazing labyrinths that they built that um, were 
almost a rival to the labyrinths built in Egypt. And we talked about how in Egypt, the labyrinths were actually more impressive than the pyramids to the first archeologists that explored there. And they had similar labyrinths in on the island of Crete. It was really an amazing um, place, huge amount of trade. They were going all over with products. They actually dealt in the dye purple, which is very difficult to make. So that's what's happening nearby. People groups had now reached every corner of the globe. The Indus River Valley civilization was now at its peak in China, the Shia dynasty was in control. People had reached Europe by this time and Stonehenge was being erected in England, which is pretty great. So we have Stonehenge going up at this point. So that's how I want you to understand this. This is all happening as Abraham and Sarah decide, hmm, we're not so sure God's going to take care of us. Let's go to Egypt. So all this is going around the world. Um, in the Americas, the pre-Olmec people had settled in Central America. And great portions of North America were now settled. In Northern Europe, the descendants of Gog and Magog, which we read about, are establishing Russia and that area. I also just finished watching a documentary on the Celts. Um, the Celt people are... A little bit confusing even today to archaeologists because everybody claims to be Celtic but who exactly were they and they actually started out more in northern Europe coming down they were very fierce people but very advanced and had amazing beautiful beautiful technique in working gold into just the most filigreed beautiful what we now call Celtic as an Irish, but they didn't start in Ireland. And then they spread down and they spread throughout. So this is all going on. Society everywhere is very highly advanced. We are not talking about backward people with little chisels yeah. doing things. They're not working with little stones and they're not wearing loincloths, folks. They are very highly advanced, very beautifully decorated homes, advanced societies going on all over. And Egypt was one of the great world powers of the day. Now, to be honest, it was much like today. We talk about world powers, but there's more than one. The United States, England, China, we have, well, the EU, which acts as a unit, all work in the trade industry. Now, some lesser, some more. The EU, not as much. China, more. The United States, more. Do you see? And so when we say a world power, we have to understand that it is in the exact same context as today. Yep. You had Egypt, but at the same China's going big. Crete, the Minoan civilization is huge. Things are being traded all over the world. Um, and just because maybe we don't know, there's a really good possibility they were trading across the entire ocean. But even if they weren't, we do know that the Americas were trading all the way up and down. Yeah. North, Central, and South America are all trading with each other. Yeah. So, very advanced. Yeah, and the Bible says uh, there is nothing new under the sun. And exactly. we see this especially exemplified here. Uh, everything that was going on at the time, yes, it was different in perhaps application or who was the powerhouse. Mm-hmm. But it's pretty much the same. Um right and so you see a lot of trading a lot of back and forth and and the world at this point and again this is very quickly after the tower of Babel. this is 
everybody's mm -hmm. built it up pretty big. And and when we get into uh, combining the Bible, I think it's important for us to remember that history is going on. So often we we look at the Bible and we get so focused in on, you know, Israel, Egypt. It's yes. like, this is happening. <laughs> but we forget that all else. the world <laughs> has something going on. And and again, mm. that is that is the purpose of this podcast is to help you understand what's going on in the world, who's the big powers, uh, and what are they doing in relation to uh, the rest of the world, to what we recognize, like Stonehenge and different things like that. So a lot of really right. interesting things are going on at this time, and a lot of people still yes. establishing themselves somewhat, but mm -hmm. already we can see them pretty far ahead, and, and right. just doing amazing what's been done for thousands so, of years yes and so not stone people yeah. or whatever you know the stone age and they were all grunting no they were not they were really really doing amazing things so abraham or abram as he's called at this point in sarai uh, go into egypt it's interesting to note here as he read this is the first time we see abram afraid for his life mm -hmm. Up until this point, he's had no problem. Sarai's beauty, obviously, I mean, we don't know what she looked like, but obviously for the day, she was quite stunning. Yeah. And um, he didn't seem to be bothered by that anywhere else he went. And it does show how much why God really does tie Egypt in allegorically with the world yeah. because it brought fear. And he stopped trusting God to care for him. And it also shows that Egypt had already kind of made uh, made a name for themselves in this area. Yes. Like, you're not going to be afraid. Like, even if they do something, if they haven't made a name for themselves, you're not going to be afraid going there. But Egypt had already made quite a name to the point that he was afraid for his own life uh, because of her beauty and, and his... Uh, being married to her so we right. see already like egypt hasn't been around that long and already they're right. they're pretty far gone <laughs> from <Yes. laughs> uh any kind of, of biblical truths and and they're already yeah. known as from what the sounds of it murderers <laughs> uh, yes <laughs> and, and so already real quick that they're going south yeah yeah Very fast that, that's a really good observation absolutely so who was the Pharaoh? Now, uh, I, I've mentioned before, and I'll say it again, I follow the timeline of David Roll, uh, Egyptologist. Um, no, someone's gonna argue with me. He's not a Christian. That's okay. Uh, he believes the Bible is a true book. Um, and also, historians David Downs and John Ashton agree on this timeline. There are several others. Um, David Roll did really really years and years and years of research on this and his book is a read now if, if you do not want to get it's a real technical it's it's not an easy read let me tell you but it's an amazing read if you can handle that level of reading yeah. uh, i highly recommend his books david rolls and um so who was the pharaoh well according to them we believe it was khufu um in greek he's known as cheops the fourth dynasty of Egypt, and he was the builder of the Great Pyramids. Okay, 
So, interesting, Josephus, the historian Josephus, um, you have to take a lot of what he says with a grain of salt. Uh, <laughs> for being a Jew, he doesn't know his Bible very well, but um, <laughs> he claimed, I'm not, and I'm going to put claimed in air quotes here because I'm not going to adamantly agree with Josephus on a lot of things, but it's possible that Abram brought the science of mathematics and astronomy to the Egyptians from the Chaldean area. It's possible. Um, we do know, however, I do want to talk about that because Cheops, Khufu, was the pyramid builder. Mm -hmm. And the pyramids are super fascinating. Yeah, <laughs> There's a reason everybody's still like super, ooh, the pyramids. <laughs> and so if Josephus had any grain of truth in this, it is possible that Abraham helped make the pyramids possible. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it, um, is, it is intriguing to me. We see that uh, Abram and uh, the Pharaoh Khufu were directly in communication. And yes. so there is, there is some kind of evidence that he at least brought something. Like you don't just go to a nation and then start talking right. to its leader. You right, have to exactly. have done something pretty impressive to be able to directly communicate with, with the, the leader, and in this case, uh, pre uh, President Pharaoh Khufu. Uh, so, I I also find that very intriguing. Like he was yes. that high. Uh, oh, I agree. In the yeah. hierarchy. Yeah, that's a really good point there. Absolutely. Um, I do want to point this out real quick, though. I want you to note this: if Abraham's going in now with Pharaoh Khufu, who built the pyramids, guess who didn't build the pyramids? It wasn't the, the Israeli slaves. Israel. Yeah. Yeah. That is an absolute misnomer. The Bible is very clear what the children of Israel built. It was the treasure cities of Pithom and Ramses. Yep. It was not the pyramids. So anyone who's teaching this in Sunday school, please stop. Um, the Hebrew people did not build the pyramids. And it has offended the Egyptians to this day because they didn't do it. The yeah. Egyptians did it. <laughs> um, yeah. So please be aware of that. If you are a Sunday school teacher, don't don't make that mistake. Please don't say that they built the pyramids. Um, they didn't. Um, and and I remember even the kids when they were little. You guys were watching a Veggie Tales, and they're like, "See the pyramids? I built the pyramids. They didn't build the pyramids. Okay, <laughs> the little tomatoes didn't build the pyramids, and neither did the Israelis." <laughs> Actually, um, archaeologists and Egyptologists have actually found the graves. Um, there's a huge, like, grave city. Anyone who worked on the pyramid was allowed then to be buried near the base of the Great Pyramid. And their tombs are all there. You can check them out. There's evidence. Yeah. They to have their names. Work, yeah. Everything. To be able to work on the pyramids was a sign of honor because you're building yes. the burial place of a pharaoh like this is a very special say. place <laughs> yes uh and so you're not going to use just some random slaves to do that uh right. the israelites were despised 
and and they were not highly honored to the point that they'd be able to build right one of the most special structures of any pharaoh's reign right um, something useful so, yes but something special no. no. <laughs> especially in, in a society where you earned your way to the afterlife yes. so yeah don't make that mistake now you know and you'll never make that mistake again <laughs> so Pharaoh Khufu Abraham there were no Israelites just him it he wasn't technically an Israelite per se yet I mean they hadn't even called yeah. that he was just Abraham and Sarah or Abram and Sarai at this point even and so he would come in if in fact he did give them and there you know there is some evidence that he would have contributed the astronomy and the math it would make a lot of sense because some of the things about the pyramid are fascinating I don't even begin to have time to go into everything. I do want you to know it's the sole remnant of the seven wonders of the ancient world. Um, everything else has been destroyed. Yep. Because our time is running short, I think what I'll do is leave this. We're going to talk next time in detail about these pyramids because they're really fascinating. And I think it is important, not from the standpoint of... Uh, antiquity in the sense of wow and that cool but more for us to fully comprehend how incredibly advanced these people were and how unadvanced we are today <laughs> we are yeah. not the peak of civilization we're actually kind of falling away again now i realize there's been lower points in civilization civilization does this it kind of goes in a, in a wave but every time the wave gets smaller every time we are never going to get back up to that peak so next time i'm very excited to talk about these amazing things the great pyramids of giza and give you some facts about them and let's find out just how advanced these ancient people actually were yes so we're excited about next week we hope you'll join us there we hope you enjoyed this week's episode if you have any questions, you can email us at thebibleinhistory at gmail.com or you can comment in the YouTube section. We'd love to try to answer any and all of those questions for you. So we hope to see you next week as we talk about the Great Pyramid. See you there. If you enjoyed today's video, please like and subscribe to our channel. You can also follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Audible, and Google Podcasts.